Kore had disobeyed her mother once again, and perhaps it was one time too many. Demeter assigned several nymphs to work as Kore's guards, and wherever Kore went, so they followed. Her only reprieve from their constant attention was, unfortunately, to accompany her mother. She knew neither friendship nor silence, but instead kept close to her mother's side at all times. To escape the nymphs, she even bore the strain of the Olympian parties with no complaint. Or rather, with complaints that were continuously unheeded. Mother, can I please leave? I hate Olympian parties. You know that. <laughs> oh, we only just arrived. Stop acting so ungrateful. There are so many gods and demigods who would gladly sacrifice their immortality just to take part in these parties. You're lucky to be invited. Well, I would gladly sacrifice mine to leave. Ugh, okay. What if I promised to take the nymphs with me? I wouldn't be left alone, and then I wouldn't have to endure... Mm, that... Oh, uh, well, you may leave, but only after you greet the other Olympians. They need to see that you made an appearance, so they won't think you're shirking your responsibilities as an Olympian. Fine. Do I really have to? Yes. Ugh, fine. Ooh, hmm, look. There's Poseidon. He looks especially handsome today. I guess? If you like that whole shirtless, long-haired look. Mm-hmm. His skin is so smooth. I wonder what that feels like. If you want to hook up with him, then just do it already. And just don't stop winking at him like that. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourself. Stop it. I could go ask him if he wants to. If you're too scared to ask him yourself. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you speak to me, your mother, like that? I'll have you know that I am perfectly capable of getting laid, as you young people call it, on my own. First of all, ew. Second of all, go do it then. <laughs> Fine. I shall. 
Okay. Time to bail. Oh, sorry. I didn't see you there. Oh, oh. <laughs> Good evening, father. <laughs> I'm amazed you could bump into anything a slip of a girl like you. I always imagined you would simply pass through me like a spirit. Please, none of this father nonsense makes me sound so old and stuffy. You're an Olympian with her own domain now. You can call me Zeus. Nope, I'm solid. Very solid. Like a tree. And very real. Zeus? I'm pretty solid myself. And you are real, aren't you? <laughs> so, hit anyone with lightning recently? <laughs> oh, you're such a delight to talk to, my dear. No, I have not hit anyone with lightning recently. <laughs> but I always enjoy our conversations. Oh, you do seem to like talking to yourself. But um, I haven't really said anything yet, but... Okay. But why should we discuss work when we have this wonderful party to enjoy? Look, Bacchus is in the punch bowl again. Oh, uh, I don't really enjoy parties. They're too loud for my tastes and too messy. I really prefer being out in the fields and forests. How like a nymph you are. Beautiful, slight, young. Oh. If the party is too loud for you, why don't you and I find somewhere quiet to talk? Uh, oh, um, flattered, but I was actually on my way out. I have a lot to work to do, you know? Cultivating things and domesticating those other things. Yeah. Well... I'm sure you could take a short little break. It isn't good for the soul to work so hard, my sweet little one. And honestly, your work isn't so important that you can't take some time off so we can get to know each other. What do you mean, my work isn't important? Well, what's the difference between yours and Demeter's job anyways? I sure sticks don't know. <laughs> but why dwell on such trivial matters as that? Come with me, child. We can go find somewhere a little more private to continue our conversation. What in Rhea's name is happening over there? Now, where was I? Oh, Corey... I wonder where that girl ran off to. <laughs> they grow up so fast. I'll just have to catch her next time, I suppose. Nope. 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 Ew. Okay. I can't believe. What was that he said about having a domain now? Uh, was he just waiting for me to sprout breasts before he... Nope. Mm -mm. Not going down that path. Blah. And he's not my type anyway. Loud. Rude. Pretentious. Privileged. Gross. 
Don't like it. Nope. Mm -mm, not for me. No. Thank you. And anyway, who the fuck thinks that domestication of wild vegetation is useless? Without it, the mortals have nothing to eat. And there's nothing to grow for the altars. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ugh. I hate to say this, but... Zeus is right. <laughs> Demeter could easily do my job. Because she's the goddess of the harvest and all that shit. My job is useless. I'm useless. I have no use in this domain at all. Cool. How did I end up back here? I thought I was headed home. Halt. You are not the spirit of a mortal. You may not pass this way. You look familiar. Turn around and go back to your own territory. You are now trespassing on the land of Hades. If you continue to do so, Hecate and I will be forced to banish you. Wait, wait, please. Um, don't banish me. At least, not yet. Um, if it helps... I've been here before. Um, last week, actually. I didn't realize then that this was an entrance to the underworld. You are Cory, then. Yeah. Have, have we met? Oh, so you're Corey. No wonder he was so fle- I mean... <clears throat> Corey or not, you are not permitted entrance to the underworld by order of Hades. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. He really doesn't seem to like visitors. It's less that he dislikes visitors and more that he dislikes Olympians. He considers them foolhardy and lazy. Uh, of course, it's easy to feel that way when you work day and night without the privilege of free time to attend parties and mysteries. Well, I'm definitely envious. I wish I had something to do. I spend all day with either my mother or a troop of nymphs who are ordered to never leave me alone. <laughs> and if I'm honest, I actually really hate parties. Ugh, they're so loud and messy and crowded, and you always run into someone you really, really don't want to see. I really don't want to go back home. What? Why not? At home, you have the pleasures of nectar and ambrosia and leisure. If you didn't go back home, where else would you go? I, um, I, I don't know. I don't know where else there is to go. I mean, maybe, maybe I'll just go back to Aeolus and ask for advice from the winds. They see a lot of things. I wouldn't recommend that. 
The winds may know a lot about the weather, but from what I've heard, they're fuck all at giving practical directions. Just a lot of as the albatross flies and shit like that. So what? What am I supposed to do? Live out my eternity chained to my mother's side? Ugh. Or wait for the day where I just get right. Mm, yeah, no, that's... Um, I... I can't do that. I'm... I can't sit around anymore. I can't wait for things to happen anymore. I have to make them happen. You're gonna help me. And how exactly are we supposed to help you? You're gonna let me through that gate. I can't do that. I, I'm sorry, I really just can't do that. You have to. I have nowhere else to go. Do you see a Gorgon's head carved onto the falls or something? The underworld isn't a women's sanctuary. You can't just show up and request refuge. You have to die to come here. And you, you're not dead. If I let you through, then Hades will, will, I don't know what he'll do to me since this has never happened before. But I can't, no, I won't break my word. Okay, but, um, okay, wait. Hades. I need to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not seeking refuge. I just have a message for him. Mm-hmm. Why do you need to speak with him? I can't tell you. I have to tell him. In person. Absolutely not. All right. What? Really? You can't be serious. He'll... Answer to me. If he has an issue with my decision. You could tell him I restrained you if you want, but... I'm the guardian of the gate for the immortals, Charon, and you are the guardian for mortals. And I have decided to let this particular immortal through. Thank you! Thank you so much! Make sure you feed the dog. If you want to pass unharmed, spirits can't carry steak on them when they cross over, but Kirby loves a good rump. Right. Steak. Okay. I can do that. Thank you. Hecate, why'd you let her pass? The gate told me to. Kerberos? It's just me. Corey. Oh. Wow. You are a really big dog. A, a good dog? Yeah. Please let me pass. Like the good doggy you are. <laughs> that is a very wet nose you have. Oh, right. The steak. Um... dog trained specifically to protect the gate to the underworld and he was distracted by a stake. 
And I just managed to talk my way past both gatekeepers. The security here is really lax. Believe me, I'll be having a word with those two before the day is over, but as far as Kerberos is concerned, no amount of training will ever get him to stay focused when a stake is within reach. Why have you returned? I thought I had made myself clear when I said you were not allowed within this domain. Yeah, where did you come from? And how did you know I was here? It's the underworld. You have not yet answered my question, why have you returned? I thought you had considered me to be someone not worthy of the trust of the goddess of wildflowers and lace, or whatever it is you're the goddess of. There are too many gods now. I can't keep them all straight anymore. I wanted to apologize. I... what? You were right. Zeus is... well, not what I thought he was. I can't trust him. I'm sorry. The strange thing is, like, he might be the king of the gods, and he's not all that different from the rest of the Olympians. They're all just as obsessed with sex and nectar and parties as he is. And they certainly don't take their jobs seriously, that's for damn sure. Well, most of them don't. Athena's pretty serious. Kind of scary, actually. (laughs) You think Athena is scary? You don't? No, I can't say I find her to be scary. Intimidating, definitely, but scary. Huh. Why is that, I wonder? She seems so normal from far away, but something about seeing her up close is uh, unnerving. I think it's the eyes. It's like she can see your deepest secrets and darkest desires with just one look. Oh, you're right! Those eyes, it's... Oh, it's like looking into a polished armor or uh, the blade of a dagger. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you here, Kare? I can't go home. I'm sure he'll lose interest soon. It's his way. Can I wait it out here? I... well... Please, Hades. Just for one night. I don't trust anywhere else. I'll be quiet. I promise. All right. But remember the underworld is not a temporary resting place. Travelers cannot come and go as they see fit. It is the permanent home for thousands of souls. And so, if you ever wish to return home, you must follow only one rule. What is it? You cannot eat or drink any of the food you find here. And I mean anything. Do you understand me? Why can't I eat anything? The food of the underworld is meant only for the dead. If you were to consume it, your essence would become that of the underworld. You would be bound here forever. You would never be able to go home, and you would not be able to see your mother again. That cannot happen. Do you understand me? Yes. Now that's settled. Feel free to roam where you wish. I recommend that you explore Elysium, or if you're in the mood for a horror show, though I don't expect you would be, you can use the pools located in the Asphodel Meadows to view Tartarus. Hecate will show you to your quarters for the evening, since apparently she has nothing better to do except interrupt me. You'll find the room more than spacious enough for your meditation, or juggling goblets, or whatever you Olympians do in your free time. (laughs) 
Oh, come on. Not all of us juggle goblets, you know. Yes, of course. I, I'm sure you would prefer... Um, come on. You can remember. Uh, watering plants? Eh, close enough. And, you know, it's not like my job matters anyway. And I'm sure it's hard enough to remember all the gods on top of all the responsibilities you have here. I appreciate that, but my duties are not an excuse for my discourteousness. Now, before I can let you out of my sight in my own domain, I need to make sure you have a proper guide since I don't have the time to guide you myself. Hmm. And who better to be your guide than the one person who thinks it great fun to let unwanted gods waltz into my realm? Hecate, come here. You called? How do you keep doing that? Doing what? Summoning her by just saying her name? She was all the way back at the waterfall. There is no way she heard you. And you didn't even do a summoning ritual or anything. It's the underworld. Hecate, since you seem to have nothing better to do all day except let wandering gods enter the gate, I'm tasking you with the additional responsibility of making sure said gods do not enter the dangerous and forbidden areas. You are also to prevent her from consuming any of the food found here. I can do that. That remains to be seen. I have work to do. Enjoy your stay, Corey. Now, let's get you sorted. What would you like to see first? The horror showings at Asphodel Meadows? A massage in the Elysium? Would you like to meet some other gods who live here? There are other gods that live here? Huh. I thought it was just you, Charon, and Hades. <laughs> the world is more than just Olympians, dear Corey. It is so, so much more. Come on, this way to the sauna. How was the massage? Mm, it was so good. I didn't realize how stressed out I was until it just disappeared. Now that your shoulders have descended back to their normal position instead of living up near your ears, I thought you might like to meet two of the underworld goddesses. I think you're smart to ask that now after such an amazing massage. Uh, yeah, why not? Great. Hello, Styx. Hello, Nyx. Hecate, who is this? A pretty little maiden. A pretty little Corey. How did you know my name's Corey? Believe it or not, we still get news about Olympians from time to time. Of course. I wish I could say that it's the same in reverse, but it's definitely not. Because um, I have to admit, I don't know who either of you are. Uh, Sticks, what's your domain? And Nix, what's yours? I can put out any lights whenever I want. It doesn't matter how big they are or how far away they are. I can black out a star if I want. But I like looking at the stars, so I don't. That's kind of scary, if I'm being honest. It is in her nature. As the goddess of the night, she can be scary at times. And what about you? Styx is the namesake goddess of the river. 
They are the goddess of oaths and promises, as well as all the rivers of the underworld. I also maintain the barriers between worlds. That explains why you're so serious about your job. It's quite a massive responsibility you have, uh, that you both have. Everyone should be serious about their job. We are the gods. We have a duty to the mortals and their souls. We do not have the time nor the desire to while away our days with nectar and ambrosia and endless partying. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to offend you. Corey doesn't like her job. That shouldn't matter. The duty of a god is to fulfill their assignments, regardless of how much they may dislike the particulars of such a position. She thinks it's no fun, too easy, not for her. Is this true, Corey? I think if she dreamed like mortals, her mind would be filled with things she's never seen before. Corey isn't prophetic, Nix. Do you like snow, Corey? I, I don't know. I've never actually seen it before. I'm the goddess of cultivation. It kind of goes against my job description to experience snow. There's snow in the underworld. We can make it snow if we want to. Nyx really means that Hades and perhaps Hecate could make it snow, but the climate of the underworld is controlled by only Hades. He did not bequeath such powers to any of his fellows for fear of the power being mishandled, Rightly so, in my opinion. Hecate, I thought you were the goddess of the gate. I had no idea you had other responsibilities, like magic. It is not something I brag about. Some of us prefer to keep quiet about certain responsibilities, but yes, I am the goddess of magic. Many mortals do not look favorably upon that aspect of my domain, nor do many of the gods. Magic, they view it as some dirty plaything for women, when in reality, it can be an incredibly powerful tool the mortals could use to manipulate their surroundings. The mortals could use magic to domesticate animals, to cultivate grain, to move the earth and water. The truth is that the Olympians fear me, they fear what my followers could do if I was provided the full extent of their faith. Because magic can be used for evil, and so many mortals have already blackened their souls and their minds without the aid of the craft. Magic would just become a weapon for their own selfish purposes. Sometimes, even I fear what they can do. I fear their true purpose when they invoke my name in rituals, but I have a duty to perform. I am their patron, and I must assist when beckoned to do so. But I always remind them of the cost. I try to make the price high enough to discourage mortals from using magic, but it never seems to be high enough. There is always a mortal who is determined to believe that the cost is never too high if they are granted more power as a result. That's a very important job to have, Hecate. A very serious job. The Olympians would not be able to shoulder such responsibility, which is why these jobs are assigned to us Chthonic gods, the gods of the underworld. No more parties, no more fun, no more nectar, now we're done! I wouldn't say the underworld is completely devoid of entertainment, Nyx. 
We simply have different ideas than the Olympians about what constitutes the idea of fun. They prefer drinking, eating, being loud and merry. Not to mention all the orgies. Doesn't that sound fun, Styx? I don't think this is the right time to have this discussion, love. So, you don't party, you don't drink, you don't have orgies? Yet. Right. So, what do you do for fun around here? I'm quite fond of watching the horror displays in Asphodel Meadows. I enjoy visiting the sauna when I have the time. Bright little stars! They like to play and dance! Sometimes I wonder if I should blink one into darkness. Nyx likes stargazing. But if I kept blinking stars out for fun, there wouldn't be any left to watch at night. So, the grand total of fun in the underworld adds up to massages, saunas, stargazing, and horror shows? I'd like to add orgies to the list eventually. So far, you're the only one who likes that idea, my dear. In reality, we hardly have time to enjoy too many hobbies because our jobs are so consuming. I spend most of my time refining my craft. So, do you ever get free time? What happens when someone like me comes around and interrupts everything you're doing? I spend my days asleep, mostly. I like to invent dreams. I should probably spend more time awake so I can fill in where help is needed. Like Nick said, we often fill in for each other when other things arise. With lots of time and practice, you can achieve multi-presence, as we call it, and you can be in multiple places at once. The underworld itself can help us achieve multi-presence without expending as much of our own energy. I'm sorry, did you just say the underworld gives you energy? The underworld is not just a place, Corey. It is an existence. It is the other world. It has its own kind of energy and power because it needs to be able to contain an infinite amount of souls. The mortal earth is finite. The underworld is anything but. It's how we can do this. Hades! No! Really? I didn't expect you to be so unhappy to see me, Hecate. After all, you're actually doing the job I assigned you. You should have no reason to make me feel so unwelcome. Hello, Nyx. Anything interesting happened today? There's a new star right next to where the old one used to be. What a funny coincidence. Oh, also, Corey wants to go watch the horror shows in Asphodel Meadows. I'm sure Corey has no interest of the kind. Actually, that does sound fascinating. They've been mentioned a few times, but I have no idea what a horror show would entail. Are they entertaining? That depends on how strong your stomach is. The horror shows are the various pools in Asphodel Meadows which show the terrors that the sinful must endure for the crime they committed while they were alive. Oh. It is their punishment. The punishments are always measured to suit the crime, so the souls never endure pain that does not befit them. Many souls do not receive harsh enough punishment, in my opinion. Thankfully, you are not in charge of doling out the punishments, or else Asphodel Meadows would cease to exist. Who is in charge of the punishments? I am. 
After the judges have determined where a soul shall spend eternity, I determine the appropriate punishment. It is a responsibility that quickly becomes a weight on the mind. Yeah, I'm sure it is. A far cry from the flowers you're used to. I'm not the goddess of flowers. Flowers are important too. Pomegranates grow from flowers. And who doesn't like pomegranates? <laughs> she she does make a good point, Sticks. Who doesn't like pomegranates? Anyways... Thank you for your update, Nix. Hecate, Sticks, do you have a status report for me? About 1,000 mortals and a few gods decided to swear by the Sticks today. Did they actually swear by the sticks, or did they just use your name in vain? About ten mortals decided to swear by the sticks today. Make sure you hold them to it. Hecate. I took Corey to get a massage, and then we came here to meet Sticks and Nix. Not exactly a busy time for me since the last witch hunt, which is unfortunate since even when magic is tolerated, I am... Rarely the goddess invoked for those rituals. The mortals keep sacrificing to Hestia and the other Olympians instead. I think they're starting to forget me. Then it's a good thing you have more than one responsibility. I find it unlikely that the Olympians will ever forget about you while you continue to serve as their gatekeeper. Yeah, I mean, I definitely won't forget you. Forget who? I appreciate that, but... The threat of losing control of my domain is still a very real danger right now. Anyways, that's not part of the tour. Let's make our way over to the Asphodel Meadows next. Do you want to join my orgy, Corey? I, um, I'm asexual, so I think I'll pass. Oh, you're asexual? I'm pansexual! We're opposites! We should totally be best friends! I'm sure, Corey. I'm thinking of inviting Erebus to my orgy. His skin is so inky black, it's like staring into the abyss, with eyes like two moons and teeth like the stars. So beautiful. That's it. You are not having an orgy, Nix. I won't allow it. You won't allow it? Why not? Why am I not allowed to have an orgy? That's my cue to leave. There's no Let's time get out of here. for this an orgy. This could go on for a we while. We have work to do. We aren't Olympians. Why is it so bad to want to have some fun for once? Because if we abandon our posts to have some fun, then the entire underworld will collapse beneath us. You're being overdramatic. I think it's because you're jealous. You just want me to yourself, and you think that if I'm in an orgy, then there won't be enough me to go around. That is completely beside the point. Just admit it. You love me, you want me, you love me, you want me. Most conversations with them end that way. <laughs> with Nyx trying to convince Styx to join her orgy? Actually, that is a new one, but no, I meant most conversations end with them arguing. They both tend to be very... Willful? I was going to go with pig-headed or obstinate, but your word is kinder.
Is it always so quiet down here? Yep. It's nice. It is. I'll miss the quiet. Thank you for listening to Whispering, a Fireside Folktale story. Whispering was created on the stolen land of the Abenaki, Alabama, Caddo, Chickasaw, Choctaw, Cushada, Muskegee, Osage, and Quapaw peoples. We pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and extend that respect to all indigenous and native peoples worldwide. Whispering wouldn't exist without the help of sound designer Emily Parrish, artist Leo Rivera, and composer Adam Raimonda, this episode featured the vocal talents of Whitney Johnson, Corey, the voice as Demeter, Josh Rubino, Zeus, Bob Raimunda, Charon, Laura Ann Russell, Hecate, Tozaman, Hades, Dallas Wheatley, Hestia. Special thanks to everyone who contributed to our Indiegogo campaign, especially Luisa Lopez, Michael Hudson, Leslie Joyce, Cass McPhee, DJ Silvis, Sal B, Sarah Golub, Katie Chin, Stevie Sparks, Amy M. Giac, Tal Manier, Christy Plotkin, Emily Vanderwerf, Catherine Stopp, Ella Watts, Claudia Elvidge, Anne Baird, Caroline Minx, Good Point Podcasts, Alex Caleb Cregan, Sarah Elizabeth Duval. Emily Waters, Amy Tate, Maya Schuwerk, Alex Hensley, Jess Piat, and 15 other anonymous donors. Your support helped this show come to life. Please give this show five stars on Apple Podcasts, Google, Podchaser, or whichever podcatcher you use. We would all really appreciate it, and it may even help other people listen to the show. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Fireside underscore Folk. We look forward to seeing you here. Thanks again for listening to Whispering. The next episode will be out in two weeks. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out. Fireside Folktales is the sacred creation of Dallas Wheatley. It's a feed dedicated to showcasing the talent of queer folks all around the world, focusing on adaptations of myths and legends. Each season is a new story, adapted, written, and performed by marginalized people. If you have a single-season script that you would like Fireside Folktales to produce, you can apply on the website. We're looking for myths from all over the world, but especially from regions such as South Asia, East Asia, Polynesia, Africa, Russia, and South America. Your stories matter. We are here to help make mythology queer again. You and your universe ever-changing, bit by bit. Sometimes it slips, 
Do you feel it? Graham, just remember, if you start staring into the void, it'll stare back at you. Peekers, hide-behinds, call them whatever you want. This is all a game to them. A game you do not want to play. He probably slipped away during the storm and had his mistress waiting for him back on the highway with a change of clothes and a brand new life. Lots of guys do stuff like that. Oh yeah, all the time. There's stories about the gorge, about the forest, aliens, government black ops helicopters, all kind of stuff. Me, personally, I've never seen anything. And that's the appeal in the hunt. No one knows the truth. So anyone can read Fenn's memoir and poem and potentially find clues where no one else has. Oh, wait. Just stop. Just promise me one thing before I open this door. Promise me, you, you won't tell me to get rid of it. The Subjective Truth is a Good Point Podcast.